Good morning and it is morning here because I'm recording this or I've started to record this on Friday the 29th of July. It, July? Where did that come from? Friday the 29th of January. Gosh. So it's January. Rain, snow, cold, sitting by the fire every night to get warm, falling asleep in front of the fire when you're too warm. Is that the same for everybody? January, it's not the best month for a lot of people, but as it was pointed out to me last week, the whole of last year, more or less, seemed like January. So January has probably gone a little bit quicker than it seems usually. There's going to be a few changes in the podcast. First change is no music, no background music. I tried it last episode and then... I uploaded it and then when I listened back to it, I thought, no, it doesn't really work. You you might like it, um, all three of the people that listen to this, but I just don't think it fits in with what I talk about. So another change is going to be two new subsections, if you like, on the yoga section. So now I'm getting more used to talking, I'm very good at talking, just not when people are listening. Um... And again, there I go with it. Um, And I'm trying not to use fillers like that so often. And I'm also, if you've listened to previous episodes, trying not to do too many edits either. So two new subsections on the yoga part. One is going to be a yoga myth busted, if you like, because there's so many things surrounding yoga that people have these ideas and it's just not true. So each episode, at least for the a few episodes, I'm going to talk about a yoga myth and why it's not true. And also, it's there's going to be a yoga 101 section or yoga explained. When I plan lessons, I often try and include a term or a couple of terms related to yoga that you probably wouldn't use in everyday conversation. And... If you've been going to lessons or if you've been practicing yoga for a while then you'll have probably heard of most of these but if you're a newcomer to yoga and you hear words bandied about like asana and pranayama and prana it can get quite confusing so that's what the other section will talk about it'll just take a couple of words maybe two or three words each episode and i'll just explain what they are so moving on anyway to the first part as always technology or what I've learned about technology. I've already mentioned that last episode I had music, I was able to upload it with background music, but I've gone back to having no music. So that's not because I can't do it, but just because it didn't sound right. I have been able to successfully put a call on speakerphone without cutting someone off, then looking at a photo and describing that to somebody else who's on the call I did it once before, but I had to be talked through it stage by stage. So it may only seem a really tiny thing, but when you're like me and you really don't get on with technology, that's massive. I've also been updating my website. As I was saying to Mark the other day, when I change things in the primary header or menu or whatever it is, most of the time it's by look. And I did start writing things down about what I needed to do. But it's just a minefield. It's really hard. And I am quite pleased with what I've managed to do 
on my website at the moment because it's all just been trial and error looking at videos on youtube looking on forums asking people questions and yes it could be so much better but i don't have the funds to pay someone to make it look so much better and it kind of fits in with my ethos anyway you know you might not be the best at it but try it anyway another thing i've learned is how to put a reel on instagram so of course i used it to its full advantage and took a photo sorry a video of wiggy shaking his head and had the background music called shake it it wouldn't let me have shake it off by taylor swift but the music seems to fit on quite well so yeah nothing to do with yoga but everything to do with the dog and that video or that reel for about three seconds long i think it was had over 500 views within the first few hours i can't even comprehend getting that many views on a photo or video of something to do with yoga so i think wiggy is the real star here and the last thing that i've managed to learn about technology is i've made a yell listing so it's the modern version of the yellow pages isn't it i was already on google um and anyone that is listening to this if you want to see if it works and you can tell me if it works as well because i know it works for me um just type it in just type in say yes to yoga yell and see if it comes up it should come up if it doesn't come up there's a problem and i think that's quite enough for the technology part so quite a productive month so far for january not july so moving on to the yoga section of the podcast so it is called not just yoga so there's only one section where it will talk about yoga and the first thing i'd like to mention is that i've started some kids sessions at 8 45 every morning via facebook live due to the current situation the global pandemic children or the majority of children are being homeschooled from what i've gathered from various people this has led to parents tearing their hair out and children not wanting to do a single thing and it must just be a complete nightmare i know you're going to get the odd few that say oh yeah it's a dream we breeze through it no problem but for most people it's hard it's difficult so i started doing these sessions it's only a couple of minutes each day and i've included it weekends as well just for some kind of structure some kind of routine because i know i work well with routine and it's something that children can look at for a minute or two they can practice the pose or the breathing whatever i've shared with them that day and hopefully it will just be something that they can go back to so for instance last week i shared a breathing technique this can be used by the whole family it hasn't just got to be used by the child and i know technically children aren't supposed to have facebook until they're 13 but a lot of people who are parents <laughs> have facebook so if they can just share that screen time with their child for one or two minutes every morning or even later in the day because once i've done it live i upload it then 
it might help it might not but i've had some good feedback so far so while homeschooling is continuing i will continue to do that i've also had the idea of doing some children's relaxation through this method as well so hopefully that can help a couple of people at least as mentioned earlier i've been updating my website so there will be changes to it i'm trying to make it simpler so i've already got rid of the gallery because the majority of people that visit the website do so to find out information about my classes i discussed it with mark and we decided that photos yoga photos and any other photos really can be put on facebook or instagram we're not really benefiting from having them on the website so i managed to delete the gallery successfully and i'm now in the process of just condensing my information down and making it more accessible to people if you've got any ideas please let me know because as i explained before it's all quite new to me i mean how do you navigate the realms of the online world especially now with everything changing but i'm trying and that's all i can do so moving on to one of our new subsections yoga myths and one of the myths that i've been told so many times or people have expressed an opinion about it so many times is oh you're a yoga teacher oh i couldn't do yoga i'm not bendy enough i'm not flexible you don't need to be bendy or flexible yoga can help you to become a little bit more bendy and flexible but it's not a prerequisite it's not a requirement for you to go to a yoga class or look at an online yoga video i wrote a blog post i think it was sometime last year about yoga myths and this is the first thing that i spoke about and i've, I've checked with my friend wayne and he said i can mention him so that's fine wayne used to come to classes and he is able to bend and stretch himself into the most unbelievable poses and yes it, it it's great and he knows what his body is capable of but that's not for everyone and he can bend his knees in ways that i didn't think was possible my knees refuse to bend some days you just have to work with it so yes there are going to be bendy and flexible people out there and you will see a large amount or a large proportion i should say of photos of them on the internet because people tend to use the photos where people are doing a pose to its full extent as i often say in my classes there's no such thing as a textbook pose you do the pose that's right for you and that's how i help people reach their own pose so if i see that someone's struggling bending one knee in a certain direction we'll just adapt it if they're finding it difficult to forward fold we'll use props that's what they're there for so that's yeah our first yoga myth busted you do not have to be flexible or bendy because most people aren't the next section our subsection two if you like there are three words i'm going to give to you and they are asana 
pranayama and prana and i've chosen these three for the first one because it's i mean especially asana they are the ones that get used a lot and sometimes i mean even me if i've got someone new in the class sometimes i'll find myself using one of these words and then about half an hour later thinking oh, i didn't explain what that actually meant so having to go back and explain it and it's also a good refresher for people that do know what it means so sauna basically means your posture or your pose and a lot of yoga poses end in the word asana the next one is pranayama and pranayama means control of your own breath so there are different breathing techniques different styles of pranayama depending on what you're hoping to achieve i've shared various techniques various pranayama techniques on facebook and instagram and also you know shameless plug here i've posted some videos on youtube the third word is prana and it translates as breath or vital energy or life force so prana and pranayama they do sound quite similar so prana is the breath and pranayama is the control of the breath so there's three new words for you if you want to share them with other people please do so moving on to the eyes ears seen and being part of the podcast so the eyes are what i've been reading and this month is focusing on russian literature or books about russia so i've been doing a lot of russian reading not reading in russian that's very very difficult so i've also been trying to read books that have been sitting on the bookshelf for years and one of them i read in two days it was called gallery of the dead and it's by a man called chris carter not the chris carter that did the x-files but a different chris carter and the main character is called robert hunter it's a crime psychological thriller i think this is his ninth book if you're into that sort of fiction then please read it please read any of chris carter's books chris carter the writer of books not chris carter the x-files man um i've also been reading quite a few things in latin because i'm on my second textbook now when classes stopped just under a year ago i had to try and carry on on my own but it's so difficult to get motivated sometimes and the reason i've mentioned the gallery of the dead book there was a sentence in there in latin and i won't spoil it by saying what it was or where it was found but i read it and i was able to translate it and then on the next page it had the translation and i was so excited i was like mark mark guess what i've just done yeah he wasn't really that impressed he was just like oh okay that's good but i, I was over the moon it was the highlight of my day moving on to ears i've been listening to a podcast about point horror books now if you've never heard of them they're basically um between two and three hundred page books written in the 90s aimed at teenagers something horrible usually happens murder kidnap remember they are aimed at teenagers so it's nothing too gruesome and this podcast revisits one book per episode and i've collected the whole um series of point horror over the last several years 
only the basic series not the unleashed or the nightmare hall extensions so if you are listening to this and you understand that please get in touch because i'm finding it really difficult to find other point harbor fans as lame and crap as they were but they were good at the time and now and again i do like to revisit them as a little bit of escapism another one that i've i haven't read a book but i've listened to it and i've actually ordered it ordered a hard copy because i enjoyed it that much it was the little book of lika i think that's how you pronounce it by meek wicking and it's danish and this meek wicking founded the first happiness research institute and i've written this down in my notes it was in 2013 in copenhagen denmark i borrowed it from borrow box which is a library app where you can borrow audio books or electronic books works just like going to the library it's well worth a listen and he's got quite um not a sarcastic sense of humor but quite an interesting sense of humour. So when I first borrowed it, I thought, oh, it might give me some ideas for some social media posts. But I really got into it. Highly recommended. Well worth a listen. I'd say listen to it rather than read it, just because of his style of speaking. It's great. Moving on to scene. We've gone back to Colombo. So we had a break for a while while we watched other things. And we've gone back to him. We haven't got many left though to be honest and it's just so polite and i think my motto needs to be be more colombo because even though people aren't very nice to him at times and think he's annoying he remains polite and i think that's what we need a bit more of in the world my nan used to watch it but obviously when i was little i never really appreciated all the little nuances and the inside jokes and now me and mark play colombo bingo not officially we haven't got cards or anything not yet and when he says just one more thing or we have to try and figure out when he's guessed and it's usually straight away when someone and that's when i mean when he's guessed do the killer is when someone rings up somewhere and Columbo happens to be in that room and the phone calls for Columbo, of course it is. When he's holding a cigar in his hand, whether it's lit or not lit. When he's looking for something that he can't find. Oh, I'm sure I had it here somewhere. Oh, was it in that pocket? When he's got his dog that he calls Dog because he hasn't got a name for it, just Dog. And he's, it's just great. It's a great character. Another thing that we've started to watch is Hello, Hello. So I've never seen those before, although Mark had, and he bought the box set off Amazon at a ridiculously cheap price. And it's quite funny, and it's nice to just sit there, watch, hopefully not fall asleep in front of the fire. And I had to just check. I said to him in the beginning, after I'd watched about 10 minutes, I was like, they're not really French, are they? And he's like, no, of course they're not. So I'm glad we cleared that one up. One last thing that I really feel that I have to mention that I've watched is Lady Chatterley, the 1993 Sean Bean and Jolie Richardson version. I watched it years ago because if you've listened to other episodes, you may have figured out that I'm quite a fan of Sean Bean. So I watched it years ago, didn't think much of it. So probably when I was in my early 20s or late teens, 
I watched it again last week. Oh my, it was so cringy. It's awful. And I've even written to Riff Tracks with three suggestions of why they should make that the next Riff Tracks film. I won't go into detail into it here. If you don't know what Riff Tracks is, look it up on the internet. But I definitely think this version of Lady Chatterley's Lover needs to be riffed, basically. It was shocking. Moving on to the last part of Isaiah's Seen and Bean. Bean, well, again, can't go far. Walking in the snow, um, staying in, doing jigsaws. Again, where are you? You're not allowed to go very far. Essential travel only. You're allowed to go out once a day for exercise. So, oh, and to take the dog a walk. So again, I'm not going to regale you with tales of awe and wonder because I haven't been anywhere. Time for the local businesses part of the podcast. So I always put this towards the end of each episode. And the idea was when I started this podcast, it was to include at least one local business every episode and promote them and try and get people to use them. Currently, so many local businesses are closed and a lot of them aren't even online. I know there are some that you can still access online, but it's so difficult knowing what's open and what's not at the moment. And, you know, opening hours or restrictions that they've got in place, that it's made it hard to tell you which ones to go and support. So I'm basically just going to say, support your local businesses I always mention Bean and Baked because that's connected to the reading rooms where I work. At the moment I'm furloughed. But take a look at Bean and Baked's website, see what brilliant cakes and sweet treats they offer. And I always mention the Backyard Brew House, which is where Mark works. And they definitely are open at the moment for delivery and for takeaway. Try some of the beer if you've never tried it before. If you have tried it before and you liked it, go and get some more. If you have tried it before and you didn't like it, go and try something different from them. Okay, get in touch if you want some personal recommendations. I've tried most, in fact, between me and Mark, we've tried all of them. So there are two local businesses for starters. One that I can mention is Zing Pilates. And Zing, you'll find them on Facebook, and it's run by a lovely lady called Sarah. And if you fancy something a little bit different to yoga, then take a look. I know she's doing online classes at the moment. So I don't see promoting other yoga teachers and other Pilates teachers as competition because each teacher has their own style. Some people, I'm sure I've mentioned this before, will come to my class and decide that I'm not the right teacher for them. That's absolutely fine. I've been to classes like that. There are that many different yoga teachers out there that you'll find one that you get on with. So yeah, Zing Pilates. Have a look on Facebook and get in touch if you fancy trying it. And finally, I'm going to leave you with my contact details. So whether you're listening to this because... I've asked you to or whether you've stumbled across it if you've got this far well done not just yoga 
is the name of the podcast, as of course you will know because you're listening to it. But Say Yes to Yoga is the name I usually use and that's where you'll find me on Facebook and my website. And as I mentioned at the start, maybe on Yell if you have a look. If you want to have a look on Instagram, it's under Curly Girl Yogini. And if you search on YouTube for the Say Yes to Yoga channel, you should come across my logo. So it's blue and like an orangey yellow with curly red hair. You really can't mistake it for anything else. So I'd just like to say thank you for listening. If you do have any ideas of how I can improve this podcast, then please let me know. You know, I won't be offended at all. And if you've got any questions, please get in touch. Enjoy the rest of your day or evening or whenever you are listening to this. And I'll be back soon. Bye.